Welcome to OpenSAP Invites, your invitation to learn with us on the go. Welcome to OpenSAP Invites. I'm your host, Elisabeth Riemann, and today we're learning all about DevOps with SAP experts Dirk Lehmann and Boris Zaske. Dirk and Boris demystified the term DevOps and explained in refreshingly practical terms what it actually means and how by adopting this approach, we can increase the all-important agility and quality of our development projects. Whatever your role and experience, this episode will shine a light on the key aspects you need to know. Stay tuned to learn from their extensive SAP developer experience, Lighthouse projects, and the latest open SAP course, Efficient DevOps with SAP. Dirk Lehmann is DevOps evangelist and continuous delivery expert at SAP. In his current role, he's part of the CI-CD product management team, helping SAP's product teams on their own CI-CD and DevOps journey. Since 2001, Dirk has worked in various roles at SAP in the area of development and operations. Together with his former team, Tugo by SAP, he established the first continuous delivery implementation at SAP, delivering value daily to customers. Dirk is a frequent speaker at international conferences on DevOps and continuous delivery and is co-organizer of DevOps Days Zürich. Boris Zaske is product manager at SAP in the cloud and lifecycle management area. He's responsible for DevOps and lifecycle management topics related to SAP business technology platform. Together with colleagues from other areas, Boris is forging the overall DevOps story for SAP. He has broad experience in system provisioning topics and enterprise architecture, and he's a regular speaker at SAP events such as SAP TechEd. Let's say hello. Hello, Boris. Hi, Lizzie. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. And hello, Dirk. Hi, Lizzie. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, both of you, to Open SAP Invites. Thank you so much for being our guest today so that we can all gain a better and more practical understanding of DevOps and what it actually means for end-to-end development projects. Now, DevOps is a term that we often hear together with agile software development and talk of overcoming traditional silos and the associated inefficiencies they stand for. However, I think it's probably fair to say that DevOps as a coined term applies to much more than just development and operation. So I'm really looking forward to learning from the both of you what it truly represents. So to our warm-up question to set the scene, what's your own personal experience of working in development teams, so both with and without DevOps? So um, I had the pleasure to work in a team that somehow pioneered DevOps working approach at SAP some years back. And I was overwhelmed how much productivity we could reach by at the same time um, increasing our quality and lowering the stress level for everyone in the team. And um, this was really eye-opening to me because I was working at that point in time already like 10 years in the software industry. And I never experienced um, such a um, high-profile working method that um, allowed us to do high-quality deliveries in such a frequent mode and really ship value to the customers that is really at the customer's hands in, in really fast time so we, 
we gained the feedback from the customers in sometimes in the same week. And so we knew how to how to go on with this or that feature. So that was really eye-opening. And then I started to wonder why is that? So why is that team performing so good? What are the methods um, that we are doing? And it was not all you know invented here. Um, we did a lot of looking, you know, outside the company, what other companies were doing. And we just, you know, curated that and and did what worked for us. That's fantastic to hear that it brought such efficiencies and it was really great value for the customers too. Was there any resistance within the team initially? In the team, not. Um, inside the company. And now comes this young team of new-minded people and say, we changed the way we work dramatically to what we've learned in all the years before. And they saw like, you're crazy. What do, what will happen to you is like, you will see quality will go down and you will learn that releasing is a pain and you, sh- you don't want to do releases quite often because they are a pain. So what you are trying to do here is not a good idea. And we said, but everyone we, we talk to in the industry, like outside SAP says, it's a pretty good idea. So actually quality should go up and stress level would go down. And there was the the, the, the the point where you could see a lot of people scratching their heads or like, I'm not saying laughing, no one laughed at us, but a lot of people like try to protect us from doing mistakes. Um, I think this was the, the very important step for SAP that, so that having a lighthouse showing, no, if you're following certain rules or following certain ideas, this really can be done even inside SAPs because for sure we were not the only ones who came up with this idea, but um, we were like the like the lighthouse proving um, everyone wrong who said this can't be done in business software. It's hard to understand that when people talk about value stream and about end-to-end and including business and the security and the quality and the designers and what have you, like everyone who's working on that value stream should be incorporated in an approach that from its name implies that it only targets to the development people and the operations people and said, yeah, it's because of its history, right? This is how it started, but it soon turned out that we need we, we want to overcome the silos between development and operations and then found out it's not only the silos between the both of them, it's the silos between everyone on the value stream. And when we talk about teams generically in the rest of this interview, what kind of team are we talking about? So the one thing is the team size and the other thing is like which, which roles do you want to have in that team? And I think here it's what is often fostered or um, um, uh, advertised is like the, the cross-functional autonomous teams. And what that means is that you that you tear down the silos and saying, okay, here I have my development team and there I have my operations team and this is the business folks team and this is the quality uh, people's team. DevOps is a melting pot of all the good ideas that we have since decades um, added with the experiences that we that we have in the last years. Um, and um, so bringing everyone along the value stream in, in, in that team and the value stream, and, and I quote John Willis here, who says, the value stream is, is everything between the aha moment and the ching moment, right? The, the aha moment is the, is the idea where you, where you have an idea how to solve a business need or to solve a problem of the end user. And the ching moment is the moment when you are incentivated for that, either by earning money or by, you know, getting the kudos from the end user who, who say, yeah, finally, my problem is solved. And then you just look on everyone 
who's working on the product or service in between that. And then you will see this is not definitely not only development and operations, but security people and quality people and the designers that do the UIs and people that are writing documentations and um, people for sure from the business side. And all of them bringing them at least to a virtual, but maybe even organizational-wise to one team. Then limit the size. And then you would say, but we are doing business software and can't do this with small teams. And small teams is always, you know, magical numbers of eight to 10, maybe 12 persons. This can't be done by such a small amount of people. We, we need more people. Then, no, what you need is more teams. So this is, I think, how we approach in software engineering over all the decades first, we always thought about coming from technical technology, uh, technical patterns, architectures, and at the very end, or maybe not at all, we thought about the team. So change the architecture and slice and dice things so that they fit to the team size. And this is why this is why we why we come to things like microservice architecture and everything um, the like. Because we slice and dice things according, following, like having always the team first in mind and later the technologies and the architectures and what have you. Basically, the idea is everyone who works along the value stream um, of creating products or services work together to design, operate, develop that system despite of their background or, or, or knowledge. So it is not a thing only for, you know, techies developers and, and operations and so on but like for for everyone who has some direct influence on that value stream what does devops look like inside of sap can you tell us more and share your experience with us here um it's very heterogeneous um Inside SAP, we have now quite a couple of, of lighthouse projects. You definitely see really uh, high-performing teams delivering in fast frequencies, uh, far frequency um, out value out to the customer. Um, you still, but on the other side, you still have to have teams that are just on the start of their journey. But at the end, that doesn't matter because all of them started, and I can feel there's a uh, since since quite so, some years but more and more um, in SAP development as a whole. And as, I mean, to have the numbers here, we are talking about roughly 30,000 um, developers. Um, it's really a huge development organization with you know, all of those roles that I mentioned earlier. Um, and you need to bring everyone you know, in their pace, in, in their context on this level. And this will take us multiple more years, I would say. Um, and so, yeah, you can really find like every um, state of that journey inside SAP. And I think it's the same what you see on customer side. We have customers and Boris, I think you, you, can, you can echo that. We're getting um, requests from customers who are really like doing the DevOps thing and now trying, asking like, how can we add the SAP? That's the missing part of it into our journey. Whereas others like, hey, we are at the very beginning. We heard of this thing. What is SAP's take on that, right, Boris? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, that's that's really the situations that we are facing there when we talk with customers. And yeah, I can only confirm that. So they're all at different stages, right, in this this journey. What about customers that already have CI, CD in place? So they're already partway along their journey. Um, what's the recommended approach here that you give? That's, that's a common pattern we see, right? So many customers did look into DevOps, but yeah, then... 
in most cases not around SAP environments and now just have the question how to bring that all together. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, there, uh, of course, we try to be open with our portfolio, right? And that's that's one of the key aspects that we want to provide there. Um, so that they can really build on the experience they made outside of SAP with, with their DevOps approaches and can also reuse uh, corresponding infrastructure. Um, we are providing certain templates uh, for uh, building up um, CI/CD um, infrastructures and using them uh, around SAP projects. And uh, one example, one of the benefits we are providing there are containerized tools um, that you can download from GitHub and then add to your own CI/CD infrastructure that might already be in place. So those are Docker images, and um, yeah, and that's uh, something you can use, for example, with Azure DevOps. Then, for example. Um, then uh, we are also providing um, a library of pipeline steps uh, you can use and um, yeah, uh, based on templates we are providing for typical SAP use cases uh, that you can also download from GitHub and then extend and adapt as required. And um, yeah, actually we started there with focusing on Jenkins because we consider that as some kind of de facto standard when we uh, came up with that also internally and um, yeah, derived it to make that also available externally then for our partners and customers and other learners. And um, there we are in the process to uh, migrate those steps uh, towards Golang. So that's a programming language from, from Google. And um, that just also allows, again, to uh, use them more openly also in other infrastructures. So um, yeah, if, if you want to look into that, uh, we are offering some kind of command line interface tool you can download um, there from our GitHub page and then um, initiate and help command and then get a list of the already uh, migrated commands there and um, can use that pretty straightforward, I would say. And of course, we plan to come up also with more concrete examples and, and yeah, some best practices, especially for opening up um, that to other frameworks as well. Um, yeah, so we want to support that um, as well. Although, nevertheless, of course, we have also some some offerings um, that provide a little bit lower entry barrier, especially when focusing on SP-centric um, use cases. And I think with these low barrier use cases, it's also very good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. Um, just to give you an example, I mean, um, when customers come up um, and say, okay, we want to now apply DevOps principles in SAP environments, they, of course, have some kind of use cases in mind, be it, for example, coming up with an SP UI 5 um, application with a compelling UI or just building an extension um, to their on-premise SAP systems uh, running then on our SAP business technology platform. And yeah, around those use cases, we then provide um, those mentioned um, templates they can use. And we have also some kind of uh, pipeline as a service offering. Um, that's a uh, uh, service you can go to our platform and subscribe to the service and then have a running platform for your specific SAP use case almost out of the box. So it really takes only some some minutes to set it up, actually. And then you have really, really a build pipeline and, and you yeah, can bring in automated tests and have that direct feedback channel then. And, and that's just the basis then um, to outline or yeah, to, to bring up those increments with the right quality. We also try to bring in then, of course, also our the enterprise um, aspects in, into that. And um, when they come up with uh, release candidates, we then also allow an handover into transport and change management. Um, because, yeah, in enterprise requirements, many of our customers are facing more strict boundary conditions, 
for example, for auditing reasons, uh, where they have to um, yeah, see who, who did perform which change in which production sub-account and when, and also want to have to, to store that stored inside the system uh, so that they can get uh, track that um, all the time. And there, yeah, we just bring those different aspects together as an option. It's not a must, but um, if customers should face those more strict boundary conditions, um, then yeah, we have that uh, defined handover. And that is also something that is automated and directly integrated also in this pipeline as service offering, where you just activate the corresponding stage with that automated handover, or if you have that more flexible approach uh, by building up a known pipeline using our templates, if you have corresponding um, pipeline steps, you can then reuse for that automated handover as well. So you have a whole wealth of different options for different customers, depending on where they are in their journey and the approach that they want to take too. And you also mentioned best practices as well, so we can learn more there with those, I guess, as well, about things we should look out for, the do's and don'ts and everything. We have that really broad range of, of customers. So some of them have already gained experience with DevOps. Some of them are really new, as also Dirk mentioned and outlined. And for those, um, yeah, applying DevOps principles might also be a trigger to first look at, at cloud development overall, right? So we also have to provide some kind of best practices, um, yeah, how to develop um, on, on our cloud environments, how to operate and the applications and how to bring in then also hybrid aspects. Because, yeah, for many of those, uh, the center of gravity will uh, stay on, on premise, at least for the next years, or they will, yeah, extended by by first cloud projects by time in, in a stepwise approach somehow. And um, yeah, there we have several best practices. I mean, we have uh, one best practice guide for the SAP Business Technology Platform, where you gain insights on yes, general aspects like um, compliance and uh, cloud development and the complete life cycle of applications running on the platform then itself. So that's a very good starting point. And for those that, that might already uh, want to look and into continuous integration and delivery. There's also a corresponding best practice guide. And yeah, that's that's just a starting point where you gain insights and learn um, depending on where you're coming from and, and yeah, gain those first insights and know where to start. I really see that very broad range um, customers that really want to understand how they can do DevOps and how SAP can support them. Um, on the other side, experienced customers that rather want to know, okay, how they can now bring in the, the SAP aspects. And of course, we have to be there for all of them, right? And uh, try to yeah, provide corresponding um, approaches. And that also reflects then yeah, the, the, the boundary conditions they are facing. Some rather focus on the cloud native approach. Uh, some are rather um, coming from the on-premise part and for hybrid um, offerings and yet yeah, with completely different um, boundary conditions again. There is no like canonical definition of DevOps and like everyone has a different understanding of what DevOps is. So when, when customers approach us, I think the first thing that we always do is to or try to do is getting an understanding of what do they actually mean. Are they talking about... Um, some BTP solutions that they want to put into a pipeline? Are they talking about the whole S4, you know, rebuild my whole IT infrastructure kind of thing? Are they talking about, you know, want to change my culture in, in a more um, cloud or DevOps-centric way, so to say? It's always important first to understand 
what is their understanding of DevOps, trying to align that with, with our understanding of SAP. I mean, uh, uh, of, uh, of DevOps at SAP. And I mean, um, for sure, they approach us as a software or service vendor, but we always try to 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 tell them what how we see it is it's like really this end to end approach so the whole cultural thing behind that how teams work besides the whole technical thing um, um and, but you need to understand that this is you know really um to gain really the true benefit out of it you need to look end to end and I think this this is what we always try first and um, what then typically I guess are the pain points that customers have when they come to you and they start to look at SAP's own DevOps service portfolio so what's the problem and then what's the solution maybe we could look at it from that perspective when they first look at the portfolio it might look a little bit overwhelming right because we try to cover that that complete range in the end it really boils down to identify where the customer is coming from where they want to go to and then yeah we really allow some kind of slow start and then grow big approach as well where they can really start simple and then evolve if further requirements should come up or yeah if, if they want to um, yeah, evolve their, their overall approach or their maturity level somehow depending on the uh, requirements they are facing. And what would be a simple first step? What would be something that you typically look at a customer to start with? I really recommend that they, of course, first get an overview of, of the corresponding um, portfolio, be it yeah, by, by session with us or um, yeah, taking a look at the different learning opportunities we have. And of course, yeah, the, the now running OpenSP course is, of course, also a very good opportunity here. No question about it, to get uh, first insights and better understanding of the different options and when to consider which option somehow, right? Um, because... Yeah, I mean, as mentioned before, I mean, we already gave some examples there, but um, some customers also have invested, for example, in our strategic operation platforms, be it SP Solution Manager or Focused Run or in the future more and more also SP Cloud ALM. And then, of course, also the question comes up how to integrate that. And there we are also offering uh, corresponding options, like with our uh, monitoring and alerting capabilities can, that can directly report into those uh, frameworks as well. Uh, but the important point is um, that, that we are really open here. So meaning it's not a must that you have to use those approaches also for your new projects then. But if you have invested there, then of course we want to provide an option to yeah, keep that investment and extend it and bring in also other aspects there as well. But again, we are open there also in terms of um, open APIs and, and yeah, enabling that and using that in other frameworks be it from third-party providers or open source as well. But normally, yeah, you start providing them a basic understanding and then together try to derive um, yeah, what is really the overall pain point they, they want to tackle and um, yeah, how we can support there and what might be, be the right approach there. For our portfolio, we are trying, of course, to cover the complete life cycle. So you already mentioned uh, continuous integration and continuous delivery, which is, of course, at the heart of, of um, gaining that, that agility. But DevOps is, of course, much more than that, right? And um, from that point of view, we really want to support the customers from setting up, um, getting an understanding of what they want to achieve, to really um, yeah, use it then for the development, but then later on also to bring in operations um, aspects. Uh, so that's really covering the complete enchilada then uh, along the complete life cycle.
Uh, and what do you like most about your job and your work here with SAP and DevOps? What are you most proud of? What's what's the best aspect of your work? For me, um, the most rewarding thing of my job is really um, yeah, that, that you learn always something new. That's really something I must stress. Uh, so it's really some some kind of working environment where you think you can collaborate with, with the customers, not that you just go them and teach them something, but they bring in another uh, other aspects as well. And then, yeah, you can react on that. And uh, you also have to be flexible and have to evolve um, your approach and, and our offerings as well. And that's something that you can then bring, of course, perfectly into the development teams. So we are all on this journey some, together somehow as well. That's That's my impression. And I mean, I've never heard of a team that says, okay, uh, yeah, we have now, we are done now with DevOps. We have completed a complete maturity level. You always try to, to yeah, improve that and um, on, on several levels, I would say. And for me, that's that's very rewarding to, yeah, first of all, support customers and then yeah, show them some, some possibilities, but on the other side, also gain something out of that and say, okay, yeah, that's that's a good aspect where we might have to improve as well or which we should extend um, as well our offering accordingly. So that's, I would say for me, very rewarding. Yeah, so it's really evolving and it's this symbiotic, really communicative approach then with customers to feed their feedback back in. And, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And Dirk, what are your highlights? I would say maybe crossing borders. I mean, what DevOps um, emphasizes is like tear down silos. And most of my work is directed towards the internal SAP development organization. And it's just extremely interesting to, to um, see the teams, their different approaches, all the products that they, that they do. Um, so having, I think I'm, there are not, not so many roles in SAP where you get this broad overview of the development teams that we have, the, the approaches that they have, the technologies that they use. And I mean, I'm, I'm a tech guy. I'm really enthusiastic about all these uh, tools and, and technologies that, that they use and approaches that they follow. So um, I think this is really what what makes me curious every morning to stand up and see, okay, how, how is this team doing and how could, could we help them or where, you know, um, and then also coming, bringing that customer side, which I also do, but more as a sidetrack, so to say, looking into where the customers are. And I, I really like this, you know, this very broad overview and crossing borders um, kind of um, part of my work to see all of this, to learn so many uh, people um, and how they work um, across the whole SAP family. And then, as I said, also uh, on the customer side, this is really um, thrills in my mind every day. Uh -huh. That's excellent. And what I really like about both your feedback and what you both said is this kind of really open approach, right? So it's always a two-way conversation between SAP experts, DevOps experts in general, customers, internal colleagues. It really is one big community, I guess. That's what it sounds like to me in many ways. And everyone's really helping one another better understand the situation that they currently have, things that can be optimized, how you can tear down silos together and really drive these optimizations in the best possible way together. Definitely. Those are perfect. You summarized it perfect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Too kind. On Open SAP Invites, we really like to focus on your learning recommendations for our listeners. So what do you recommend for our learners, for customers, and for partners who want to now take their first steps into the whole CI, CD world of DevOps using the portfolio? What do you recommend there? Yeah, one, one 
recommendation that really fits to what we just discussed here is that we also have an um, SAP community. Um, of course, there's a corresponding page. Uh, maybe you can outline it a little bit more in detail because he's actually the main contact there. Uh, because, yeah, that's that's something we recommend, of course, to our customers as well to yeah, engage inside the company, but also outside the company. And that can be just one opportunity. And there, of course, you also gain a lot of insights and a lot of uh, valuable links to learning journeys and blog posts and other information around um, the um, SP portfolio uh, around DevOps there as well. And um, yeah, apart from that, I mean, uh, of course, we already mentioned the OpenSP course. We also applied some kind of DevOps approach when we came up with, with the course, actually. So, um, yeah, we also have an internal um, community of, of experts, as mentioned before. And um, from that point of view, when we came up with the idea to come up with the course, we had a lot of experts already attend, right? And uh, the good thing is that all were very open and very keen to support us. And from that point of view, we really have now achieved the course with a lot of uh, contributors, I, I assume, Almost 20 did really actively uh, contribute to the course overall. And uh, <laughs> um, that's, that's, of course, one opportunity we also saw now with COVID-19, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> that's really one uh, positive aspect, aspect I would see. It would have been very hard to bring all those experts inside a recording studio. But uh, yeah, due to COVID-19, we, we had to um, consider um, home recording here. And that just made it easy to really have also the actual experts uh, contributing as a speaker then in the end. So you will really see the actual experts from different roles across different areas uh, inside SAP uh, that really can contribute a lot uh, with different angles. They, they can bring in uh, different aspects and bring in their individual expertise then to a complete offering in the end. And um, the very rewarding part of, of, of the course, I would say, is that we really can cover also here the different aspects, right, um, where we have um, discussions of general aspects around DevOps in general in the first week. Then uh, we can focus on uh, yeah, CICD, especially for ABAP on-premise development, where we have our Git-enabled change and transport system as basis that also allows to benefit uh, from, from automated uh, delivery pipelines, also for rather yeah, traditional ABAP on-premise development. Uh, then we are covering the different offerings around the business technology platform. And um, in the fourth week, we also stress the hybrid aspects uh, where we say, okay, how you can bring in existing um, processes and extend those also to cover then uh, DevOps relevant cloud process, for example. And in the final week, we are also covering monitoring aspects. So really covering the complete uh, life cycle also in the course. And from my point of view, I hope that's at least that's what we try to achieve is that learners will really get a complete picture at the end of the course and have then a perfect basis to make then the next steps. And what an amazing achievement. So just to say 20 experts, you said, from different locations. That's truly global, cross-functional. There are no silos with this course. Yeah, we really came to a cross-functional team as well. I mean, not all of all of them um, really did, did act as speaker in the end, but they all contributed in the one way or the other. And um, as mentioned before, really across different roles. So from the field, from development, from product management. So... Yeah, it's, it's really some kind of community here as well. And uh, that should end up uh, in, in, in a 
really cool course in the end. That's what I hope it will be. And what I really personally love is all this emphasis on the team and the community, right? So it's in every single aspect. So in the truest sense of the word as well. So we have the open SAP course, and then we have the SAP community, the learning journeys, and we'll include all these infos in the show notes for everyone. I assume that learners um, then afterwards also want to gain some hands-on experience. Um, and for that, of course, um, many of our services are part of uh, the trial environment, for example, of SAP Business Technology Platform. And we also plan to be part of the upcoming uh, free tier uh, model then of the SAP Business Technology Platform, which allows us to come up with uh, yeah, small uh, production um, use cases that you can run and then scale single services uh, by changing that to a paid model as, as, as needed. So that also fits very well to our approach to start slow and simple and then expand as, as, as you go. And um, yeah, we also have missions in SAP Discovery Center um, that are also linked then from the SAP community topic page. And um, yeah, that's, that's just several approaches. I also wanted to mention that um, one other aspect, if you want to make first steps, is, um, for example, we also allow a non-disruptive approach. So when I now think of um, CICD for ABAP on-premise, where I already mentioned this Git-enabled change in transport system, uh, so that is part of the SAP S4HANA system, and mm, there's nothing like a um, yeah, main switch or something where you just switch over now to this new approach. No, you can use it non-disruptively in parallel to your known approaches. You can pick out first proof of concepts and teams that want to, that are eager to learn around that approach and they can really try it out in parallel non-disruptively and then yeah, you just learn and adapt and expand as you go. I think that's so perfect because there's no switch to just say, okay, we're transitioning now and then you go from one world to another. So that's a really good good aspect you have there covered. And to, to conclude today's episode, please can I ask you to list, if possible, three key takeaways for DevOps with SAP. What should we remember? Dirk, can you maybe summarize the main aspects for us? Start a little. Um, you know, make build your own lighthouse. See what works for you. Uh, understand that there is no the DevOps thing, there is no canonical definition. So everyone needs to find their way of doing DevOps. You know, there's guiding principles, I would say. Um, stick to them, um, follow that approach and see what works for you. Don't copy what you have seen or read um, anywhere else. Just see this as an inspiration. This is the, the sharing idea of, of the DevOps community inside and outside SAP, like sharing experiences, what did work, what didn't. Make use of that um, and then also engage with, um, be active in that community, share your learning, share, share your news. I mean, we are always um, looking for, for customers who, who also report back to us what worked for them, uh, what didn't, what is missing, where, you know, where are the bits and pieces where we maybe lack of, um, yeah, in our offerings. So, um, yeah, um, don't copy start little, uh, do your DevOps, um, and don't believe anyone who says it's not possible. <laughs> That's really one key learning I would also stress as well, that really DevOps is a rewarding approach also in SAP environments, be it for cloud-centric, be for hybrid, and for on-premise. So it's really worth looking at, at that and um, yeah, making first steps in that direction. Excellent. 
Thank you so much. Thank you, Boris. Thank you, Dirk, for being truly wonderful guests and for sharing your expertise and your enthusiasm for DevOps with us all. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lizzie, for having us. Thanks a lot for having us. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Open SAP Invites. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, and leave a review. And be sure to check out Open SAP's free learning portfolio of massive open online courses, microlearnings, and podcasts on OpenSAP.com. And don't miss your next invite. Subscribe now. <laughs>